Welcome back to the RGVSports.com podcast. My name is Brian Ramos. I'm a sports writer with the Monitor newspaper on RGVSports.com. And as always, I'm joined by my co-hosts and fellow sports writers, Ivan and Edward. Uh, fellas, what's going on? What's going on, Brian? Uh, we're about to hit the halfway mark of the season already. It feels like, you know, this year's just kind of flying by. Edward, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm excited for this uh, beginning of, you know, District 16, 5A, Division One, and a couple other uh, sub-5A districts um, just getting underway. Yeah, definitely. And and action uh, kicks off this week with some uh, Thursday night with, uh, I mean, the main event uh, this weekend, I think, the main event of the first half of the season and could be of the season. Who knows? I know we got a good one coming up in the second half. I think in week nine, Ivan, I'm talking about uh, the battle of the Arroyo, but Thursday night, we got the, uh, the RGV sports.com game of the week. Number one, Edinburgh Bella versus number three, PSJ North. Uh, it, it's it, both teams in district six, 15, five, AD one, both teams in their first year back down at five, a after being in class six, a, so we'll get into that one a little bit later, but, uh, district championship and playoff like feel here in week five and we're excited to get into that uh, a little later but first we're gonna uh, dive into uh, the latest rgvsports.com top 10 poll and that that's the top 10 teams at the class 5a and 6a level and the sub 5a poll featuring the top four teams there and at, as I mentioned right now number one Edinburgh Bella uh, holds on to the top spot at, uh, with the 4-0 record uh, they put a, a beating on McCallum Memorial last week Harlingen High, uh, Ivan, if you can touch on them for a second. I mean, 4-0, uh, they're rolling on all cylinders, just like Edinburgh Bella. Yeah, man, they're so good that they had to call their game after a quarter and a half last week. But <laughs> all joking aside, I mean, lightning delay ended up putting that, you know, game uh, canceled after a quarter and a half. But, I mean, they, they've been balling out. I mean, Isaiah Bell is just a monster in the backfield. Last week, in you know a quarter and a half, he had three carries for 99 yards and two touchdowns. They were up 21-7 before that game got called. And you know, you look at their numbers; it's not you know they're not going to blow you out of the water at first glance. But when you think about it, their starters haven't been playing more than a half this year, if that. So, you know, I'm impressed with what they've been able to do, and they they look like the most dominant team in 6A. Um, but you know, there's other teams that can make an argument. But right now, I, I say Harlingen's been the cream of the crop. Definitely. And that, that uh, our number, our one, our teams one through four have stayed the same for a few weeks now. And all four teams have been equally as dominant. I, I'd say, man, uh, PSJ North coming in uh, at number three, uh, they picked up a 55-0 win last week over Mack High. Uh, just uh, really uh, clicking right now is, is this PSJ North team. And then San Benito uh, uh, win improves to 4-0 overall uh, after that win over Mission Veterans last week. And uh, our numbers five and six teams, Edward, if you can touch on them. I know you're a Westaco alum. Uh, they're number five at 4-0. and And then our number six team is Donna High from uh, District 16, 5A, D1, who uh, Donna uh, might have been a sleeper this year, who's coming on strong uh, right at this moment. Yeah, two um, really good Mid-Valley programs. Both probably came off some of their, you know, more impressive wins of the season. Westaco had that 41 to 10 Victory over, uh, you know, pretty good Cherryland team. And, um, you know, Donna came out with a victory over Ed Couch. Also, you know, one of the best teams that they've played against uh, so far this year. And uh, you know, they, they took care of business 26 to 8. And so, you know, both these teams are, you know, clicking and, um, you know, but they still have to play some of the, the big teams coming up in their, you know, districts once the district starts going. Donna High has a game with Brownsville Veterans in a couple of weeks. 
And, you know, what's to go, uh, you know, has a game against Los Fresos coming up in a couple of weeks. So, you know, those programs are doing really good and they should feel uh, pretty happy about being where they're at right now. Definitely. And that, that takes us to our number seven team, uh, McAllen Rowe, who since dropping his season opener to Sherryland Pioneer, uh, a tight one that was 24-21 uh, in the season opener that McAllen Rowe lost. They've now won three straight, uh, beat Palmview last week, 28-14. to 14, So a good win for the Warriors who come in at number seven after being number eight last week. And Brownsville Porter, man, uh, the Cowboys keep on creeping up. They're 4-0 and on the year. Uh, Edward, I think we got uh, seven uh, 4-0 teams here in, in our top ten, and Brownsville Porter is the last of them. What can you tell us about Porter and this uh, start that they're off to? Yeah, four zero, and you know they going into the season they probably you know hope to be four zero when you look at the schedule, but um you know like I said before you know those teams see Brownsville Porter and they you know they see how they haven't been that great historically and they're gonna feel like they can win those games too so you still have to go you know lace them up and it's kind of been the same you know they uh, a team will stick with them and then you know Porter will just push away and you know Alejandro Stevens. Um, it's amazing. They're doing great, great things at quarterback. And uh, Gunnar Williams, you know, leads the Valley in receiving 494 yards, has 40 catches already, five touchdowns. And he, you know, he gets his runs, rushes too. So and they, um, they could, they could be, you know, five and up before they start a district coming up soon. And that takes us to our number nine team back at the 6A level, Ivan Los Fresnos, who's uh, uh, do, doing good things there. I mean, uh, coming off last year, they moved to the second round of the playoffs, and uh, you've seen this uh, Los Fresnos team. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on them and uh, them coming in at number nine in our top ten pool? You know, I think what it's, what's impressed me the most about Los Fresnos is how young they are on offense. You know, their quarterback, Robert Pineda, he's a freshman. He's thrown for over 400 yards and rushed for 400 more. Their top receiver, uh, you know, uh, Josh Limon, he has over, I believe, he's their, he's their leading receiver right now and their leading scorer. He's put up four touchdowns, has over uh, almost 200 yards of receiving. So they're, they're young up there. So they, they, they seem to be set for the foreseeable future. But, you know, you pair that with a very a senior-led backfield in Gal Palestina and Jonas Gonzalez, and it just makes for a dangerous offense out there that can, you know, they can light up that scoreboard and uh, they can play with the high-scoring teams. I mean, they showed it against PSJ High just a couple of weeks ago where they, you know, ended up winning 36-33. to 33 And, a shootout with PSJ high. So I'm excited to see not just what they, you know, can do this year with that young roster, but, you know, I guess going forward and how they can build off of that. Definitely. And our number 10 team, that is mission veterans who, I mean, when coach Gilpin made that schedule, uh, his non-district schedule, you knew what could happen. And they, they went up against uh, two of the powerhouses here in the Rio Grande Valley back-to-back -back weeks and suffered back-to-back -back losses against Harlingen high and San Benito, but mission veterans comes in at number 10, Brownsville Veterans, Rio Grande City, and Sherryland Pioneer, all in the receiving votes category. And then that takes us to our sub 5A po uh, poll between the top four teams. Uh, Lyford, uh, who has been, I mean, three and one, I mean, they, they're a play away from being four and zero. Edward, what are your thoughts on Lyford moving from number two to number one uh, at the sub 5A top four poll? Yeah, like you said, they're, uh, yeah, I dropped, uh, uh, two-point conversion from being undefeated and uh you know the martinez twins falling out um and you know who's the being really impressive for lifeford uh lately is their defense you know they held heavenville to two points and then they you know shut out raymondville uh you know 14 to zero so you know their defense is 
definitely uh, playing really serious too, along with their offense. And and then uh, that takes us to Port Isabel coming in at number two uh, at three and one. And then our number three and four teams, Ivan, uh, you've uh, one you I believe you saw last week, and another you're about to see this week. We got La Feria and Hidalgo coming in at number three and number four. Yeah, man, La Feria's got a playmaker at quarterback, and he's only a sophomore. You know, Andrew Rivera, our player of the week uh, this past week, he threw for 437 yards and seven touchdowns, added 104 yards and one touchdown on the ground. I mean, he accounted for eight, all eight of their touchdowns in one way or another. And his, his kid's a baller, man. I mean, he, he's kind of taken over that starting quarterback role since week two, and um, he's thrown for 750 yards, 11 touchdowns. Uh, you know, week one, he only threw four passes, and since then, he's just been leading this team, you know, three straight wins since then. They're about to kick off district play uh, this Friday against Alice. So, you know, I'm excited to see that that, that uh, La Feria offense and how they can grow with Andrew. And then Hidalgo, I mean, they dropped a, they dropped a tough one to a, a really tough Raymondville team last week who's also received votes in our poll this week. Um, they have a real tough running back in Enrique Hernandez. I mean, that, that guy, he, he carries the ball hard. He, it's going to take more than one tackler to bring him down and – I think that offense, you know, with Hernandez and you had a quarterback, Anthony Nava, who can run the ball too. And, you know, when he's asked to throw it, he can throw it. They're, they're dangerous. I know they dropped one last week, but they should be one of the top teams in the, you know, a sub 5A level at, at year's end for sure. And th that wraps up the RGVsports.com uh, top 10 class 5A and 6A teams and the top four sub 5A schools here as we enter uh, week five of the high school football season and just to run through some of the the passing leaders or the stat leaders here across the valley which can be found at rgbsports.com uh, visit rgbsports.com hit the stats tab and you'll see uh, all the uh, valley uh, football players who uh, are, are leading in passing rushing receiving special teams defense uh, you can catch all that good stuff at rgbsports.com so uh, make sure you check that out and uh we got uh, Sherryland High. I'm Sherryland Pioneer, excuse me. Uh, quarterback uh, Julian Valdez, uh, off to uh, a, a smoking hot start, man. Uh, over a, a thousand, uh, over one one thousand one hundred yards passing here to to lead the valley. Um, and in rushing, uh, we got that takes us to the uh, one of your guys or uh, Edward uh, Osmar Martinez, who, who's been uh, off to a scorching hot start there for Lyford, and then. Um, in the receiving category, uh, Gunnar Williams doing his thing, uh, 40 receptions on the season, just a, a unbelievable start here for Bronzo Porter. And it, it's it's no uh, surprise why they're off to a 4-0 start when uh, you got him uh, doing things like that. So, yeah, you can catch that all at rgbsports.com. Uh, visit rgbsports.com and hit that, stat, that stats tab, and you can catch all that good stuff there. So with that said, uh, we're going to do a quick recap, uh, looking back at week four and and our biggest games and storylines and uh, notable things that uh, that really caught our eye in week four. And as always, uh, we'll start with uh, the RGVSports.com week four game of the week, and that was McAllen Memorial at Edinburgh Vela. And, and guys, man, Edinburgh Vela, I think uh, they knew what they had in week five, this this game against PSG North coming up, and they said, all right, well, we, we, we want to make a statement uh, coming out here against McAllen Memorial. And they did just that. They won 63 to zero, uh, just uh, utter domination. They scored three times on special teams. On a, they returned a blocked field goal for a touchdown, recovered a blocked punt uh, for a touchdown in the end zone, and then they scored on a kick return by Justin Navarro. Uh, so just uh, an, an amazing start for for Edinburgh Vela there uh, in that win over McCown Memorial. Jamal Polly 
rushed for 154 yards and three touchdowns. He's the number eight leading rusher uh, in, in the Rio Grande Valley this year. Uh, and just uh, just re really breaking out there at the running back spot for uh, Edna McVella in this run-heavy offense. So, uh, yeah, Edna, Edna McVella, man, I mean, they, they just did their thing, man. They come in and take care of business. Uh, I thought McCallum Memorial was the best team that Bella had faced all year. And uh, it just so happened to turn out to be Edna McVella's biggest win of the year, 63-0. So, yeah, just a, a really big win for the Sabercats and a statement victory. Uh, as as they move on here now to week five. And guys, uh, taking it back to week four, uh, what were the biggest things that stood out to you? What were the most notable things? What, what really caught your eye there in week four? I mean, for me, it was PSJ high. I mean, they picked up their first win against Bronzo Hanna, who's always tough, but this offense has really come to life these last two weeks. Uh, Jaime Lopez has thrown for six touchdowns over the last two weeks and just one interception. That offense has over 900 yards. You know, they pick up their first win against Hanna, like I mentioned, 37 to 20. And it seems like, you know, they started off you know, with, you know, obviously they ran into PSJ North week one. Tough matchup for anyone really in the Valley. Week two, they lose a close one to Wesleyco East. Week three, another close one to Los Fresno. So it's nice to see them get going. I, I think this is going to be a dangerous team once it comes to district play. Um, so for them and coach Rodriguez, you know, they got that monkey off their back, that first one of the season. And now they can just focus on moving forward, uh, that Jaime Lopez connection too to Caleb Salas, a sophomore receiver who kind of got thrown into the fire with Christian Gamboa going down early. I mean, they've connected for five touchdowns over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, just against Brownsville Hanna, he had two, he was on the receiving end of two of those touchdowns. Um, so I'm excited for that PSJ high offense. It looks like they're back to their explosive ways and, and let's see if they can keep building off of that uh, going into this week. Yeah, definitely good. Good uh, arrow is pointing upward for PSJ high and uh, Edward, man, what, what really stood out to you here uh, in week four, who really balled out in your opinion? Um, uh, what stood out to me was another, you know, first win team. Uh, Brownsville uh, pace got their first one of the season against mission high punch above their weight, you know, and, uh, um, took care of business right before district. So, you know, what better way to win your first game before district? And uh, Brandon Arvias had three touchdowns, two on the ground, one throwing. Um, they've needed him to step up, and uh, they got a pretty winnable game against Donna North. You know, that should be a, a pretty competitive game, and uh, you know, they could be 1-0 starting for district. And, you know, just a couple of small schools, you know, had some really good games. Santa Rosa took care of business against Progresso. 53-0, and Santa Maria went up north and uh, beat Woods Woodsboro, thirty-five to seven. So, some of the some love to our uh, small sub five A schools. I mean, yeah. speaking of the pace game too, uh, I got to give a shout out to Josiah Guzman. He took back two kickoffs for a touchdown during that game, including a hundred and one okay. yard kickoff, and he had another touchdown reception for eleven yards. So, shout out Josiah Guzman. I mean, he's not the biggest receiver out there, but man, he's fast. Yeah, he's he's a bad dude, man. Uh, he he made a lot of plays last year with uh, Kevin Guetta at quarterback, and now Diego Salinas throwing him the ball. And now, as you mentioned, returning kicks is not a problem, man, to get that mission offense or uh, put points up on the board for mission. So uh, shout out to them. And then uh, other teams, we had uh, McAllen Rowe pick up a 28-14 win uh, over La Jolla Palmview last week. Uh, quarterback Lance Salinas makes his second start and, and looks really good. Uh, had over 100 yards on the ground. Uh, not not uh, not the best day passing, uh, but uh, Roe really didn't have to because they were getting everything they wanted on the ground. So uh, Roe uh, moves to 3-1 and one on the year, 28-14 win 
over La Jolla Palmview. And uh, yeah, Gruya, I know Gruya won a shootout against Brownsville Lopez, 42-35. That was a fun one. So shout out to the Gruya Gators getting it done. Now with uh, with week four in the books, we're going to look ahead to week five. And as always, we'll start off the preview with the RGVSports.com game of the week. And that takes us to a heavyweight fight, man, between Edinburgh Vela, PSJ North, 7 p.m. Thursday, some Thursday night football at PSJ ISD Stadium. So uh, this one, man, uh, it, it has, as I mentioned earlier, I know it's only week five, but this is a district championship game. Uh, I, I, there, there's some good competition in District 15 5A, but PSJ North and Edinburgh Vela have been ahead above everybody else in that district. So here they are meeting in week five. Has uh, I talked to them earlier. I was at uh, to Edinburgh Vela earlier. I was out at PSJ North yesterday. And I caught up with them, man. And I mean, they, they know what's on the line, you know, they, they they know it's just another game. But at the end of the day, I mean, they know that if, if they can take care of business here in week five, then that clears up a path uh, down the road to a district title and a number one overall seed in the playoffs, which every team wants. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, I already talked about what Edinburgh Vela did last week, uh, rolling over McAllen Memorial 63-0. But PSJ North is also coming off its biggest win of the year after they they cruise past Mackay 55-0. Uh, they, they really get going, man. Uh, just rolling on all cylinders, quarterback Ali Aparicio, uh, two rushing touchdowns, three passing touchdowns. Uh, this is one thing that's really caught my eye about PSJ North. They've, they're typically known for just being a run-heavy team and uh, just trying to catch you with the play action every now and then. Uh, definitely uh, under maybe eight or 10 pass attempts per game. But now here they are, and they've opened up that offense and let uh, junior quarterback Ale Aparicio, who started since his freshman year, they've really let him take to the air. And uh, one of his best targets has been uh, Julius Arredondo, who uh, filled in at quarterback last year when uh, Aparicio went down with a broken collarbone. So, yeah, man, this PSG North team, they can run the ball, and now they can pass too. So uh, good luck with that. And <clears throat> excuse me. It's also two of the top uh, defensive uh, teams here in, in the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, the number one and two teams uh, ranked defensively in the district. Uh, PSJ North allowed less than 80 yards to Mackay last week. Anna Bella gave up less than, uh, gave up 125 to McCown Memorial last week. And McCown Memorial has one of the best rushing attacks in the Rio Grande Valley. So I'm expecting fireworks out of this one. Uh, running back Jamal Polly uh, looking good for Anna Bella. Uh, and P PSJ North has really had uh, multiple guys uh, come alive for them uh, in, in their backfield, uh, led by J Jason Montes, who uh, he's a returning starter in that backfield, and, and he's off to a really good start uh, with uh, 512 yards and three touchdowns. And we got uh, Ethan Guerra and Jaden Fuentes, uh, both who are coming on strong there. And Ale Aparicio, man, up to seven rushing touchdowns from the quarterback position, so... Yeah, I'm expecting fireworks out of this one. It's going to be a good game. Guys, th these teams have been in our top three uh, ranked all year, and I'll, I'll give everybody a heads up. I, I chose Edinburgh Vela in the pick'em, guys. What, what do you think about this game? What are your thoughts on, on who will win this one? Edward, you want to go first? I know you got to <laughs> – I chose PSA North. I'm, you know, I got I got some makeup, you know, uh, I got some ground to catch up on the pick'em. But uh, I don't know. I I um I like an underdog, I guess, always, too. So uh, you know, 
I don't really know too much about, you know, the, the schools on, you know, that side of the Valley. Um, but, you know, I'll be rooting for Peter State North. I'm just going to be honest. Uh, I, you know, it's hard to pick against Vela. Um, I, I went with Vela for this week, but it, it, honestly, I, I think you could either way. PSJ North, I think, you know, they've shown their dominance. They, they flex their muscles. Vela, though, is just, it's, it's, they're a whole other animal. It seems like they just reload every year. It doesn't matter who's playing back there. It seems like they're going to have a good year. I think Valley football fans are in for a treat this Friday. That's, or this Thursday, that's for sure. But I, I'm rolling with Vela in that one. Yeah, definitely. And it was a tough call to make, man. I mean, both teams, I mean, PSG North, man, they bring back 16 starters from last year and most of them yeah. are juniors. So yeah, all, they do. They still got another year ahead of them, man. So uh, this game, man, and they've all been fired. Uh, I mean, battle tested, man. PSG North last year, um, they of course, they won two playoff games and then they go into the Alamo Dome and, and have to face Austin Westlake and uh, yeah, so they, they played on the big stage before they know what it's like. And here they are in week five. I know that we still got a, uh, several weeks ahead, but this one is definitely uh, for the lead in the district championship race there in district 15, five, AD one. So I'm really looking forward to that one. We, we had a chance to, to catch up with uh, Anna Bella head coach, uh, John Campbell, uh, to chat about the the Sabercats uh, coming into this game against PSG North. We also had a chance to catch up with PSG North head coach Marcus Kaufman about how the Raiders are feeling uh, approaching this game uh, between the Sabercats and the Raiders with uh, District 15 5A. The, the critical deal for both defenses because both offenses have the ability to be balanced. Uh, they're similarly built, different different styles, uh, but going to establish the run to potentially throw the ball over the top of your head. It's the ability of both defenses to be able to stop the run, slow down the run without giving up the big play in the pass. I think that's going to be critical for both because obviously I think both defenses have the ability to get up there and stop the run if the box is loaded but can they do that on a consistent basis and survive the big ball over the top of their head so I think being able to mix that up that's going to be the tail of the tape between uh, the two defenses and their their success. What is it about this Vela program that, that, that makes them so good? What are the challenges when facing a, a program like them? They, they play really, really hard. And defensively, they're very, very good, very, very sound. And the special teams is amazing. I mean, special teams, they're, they, they're the, probably the best special teams program we've seen in, since I've been down here. So he, Coach Campbell does a good job with all those things. And at, at last year's ballgame was kind of a an anomaly a little bit because uh, we, we played defense pretty well in that ball game, but we didn't, we were unable to get very many first downs. Mm -hmm. That's when our quarterback went down and we were kind of scrambling quarterback and our center went down in that ball game. So all of our, our two signal callers on offense went down in the first, first two series of the ball game. Wow. So it was a little bit different, but uh, hopefully that didn't happen again this year. And we'll be able to actually come in with the full, the full team. Thank you to coach John Campbell from Edinburgh Bella and Marcus Kaufman from PSG North for uh, taking some time and uh, letting us visit them out of practice and catch up with their team as they prepare for uh, this fireworks uh, festivities going on there in PSGA Stadium man, in, in, on Thursday. It's going to be a good one. I'm really looking forward to it. You can catch the action on rgbsports.com. You can catch it on Twitter. And we got uh, so, so, uh, a game playoff preview you can catch tonight uh, on rgbsports.com. 
uh, featuring both of these teams and uh, all these different storylines bringing uh, coming into this one because there are definitely a plenty. So that that's uh, our week five game of the week preview. Fellas, uh, I know that I, I took a while to, to break that one down, but I mean, when we got Edinburgh Bella and PSG North going at it, uh, Battle of the, of, of the Beast, you know what I mean? And then uh, just like in, in week nine, when we got the Battle of the Arroyo uh, coming up between San Benito and Harlingen, I mean, they definitely deserves all the hard lines and the marquee uh, spacing, you know, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah I'm looking forward to it. So, well, with that said, fellas, well, what's what are you looking forward to here in, in week five? What really jumps out to you? What are some games you're looking forward to? I mean, this Thursday, I'll be out at Richard Thompson Stadium for uh, Mercedes versus Sherilyn. I mean, that that's always a good game. Uh, this year, you know, both teams have kind of struggled a bit. Sherilyn, you know, picked up that week one win against Pace, but since then, three straight losses to, you know, Hannah Rowe, then Weslico. And, you know, they're going to look to get back on track before they kick off district next week. And Mercedes, I mean, they've they've put up a lot of points these last couple of weeks. They put up 47 against McAllen and again, 47 against Laferia. You know, they went one and one in those games. But, you know, they've shown they can score. They got the weapons. Tyro Trevino's out there, you know, making plays from wherever they need them to. So I think it's going to be a shootout out in Sherilyn this weekend. Sherilyn's already been in one shootout earlier this year with um, Brownsville Hannah that they ended up losing. So, it's going to be an exciting game. I mean, last year we saw what happened there. Sherilyn handed Mercedes their first and only loss of the regular season at Mercedes. So I'm sure Mercedes has a little bit of revenge on their mind or trying to, you know, get back on that win column. Also taking down, a, you know, a former district rival in Sherilyn. So I'm excited for that one. Coach Adame and Coach Crow, both great coaches out there that are going to have those squads ready to go. And I'm sure both of them are looking to start, you know, head into uh, district play with a win under their belt. And Edward, man, I, I, we got District 15 5A D1 under, uh, underway, kicked off last week. This week is the launch of District 16 5A D1. Uh, what can you tell us about the, the opening of, of district play and uh, your thoughts on as that 17 district opens up? Yeah. Um, yeah, District 16 5A Division 1 begins this week and uh, um, opens up with some really intriguing games. Talked about the Donna North and Pace game. You know, those two will battle it out. And uh, you know, Harlingen South and Westco East meet up. And they had, the, you know, they played a bunch of 16, 6A teams and played a bunch of tough teams in non-district. So um, they should be uh, – it should be a good – it should be an interesting battle. You know, uh, uh, offensively, uh, East is doing some different things. And, you know, Alex Martinez has had a, a pretty solid year at quarterback. And Jay Vasquez has really stepped up um, as, like, a you know, a speed player. Uh, you know, gets the ball on the outside a lot. You know, last week he had uh, 113 yards on the ground against Edinburgh High, you know, a 6A school. And, you know, Harlan just south, you know, they started a little slow, but, you know, they've picked it up and took care of a couple of Brownsville schools pretty, uh, you know, pretty uh, easily. And uh, so that, that should be a good game. And then Donna High and Brownsville Lopez, you know, two of our best uh, passing attacks so far in the Valley. Uh, Jacob Cortinas is, you know, second in passing, only 60 yards behind um, Valdez. And he has a 1,090 yards passing. They got a good running back, Eddie Slovak, has 10 overall touchdowns this year, you know, rushing, receiving. So Donna High is, you know, you know, high-powered offense right now. Uh, Jeff for the Fever at quarterback is like six in passing right now in the, in the RGB with a little under 700 yards. Martin is right behind uh, Gunnar Williams in, um, in yards with 410. 
So it should be a lot of good, uh, a lot of good uh, games in sixteen five A Division One to start off. Yeah, definitely some some other good games uh, alongside that headliner between Edinburgh Vela uh, and PSJ North. And just just to run through a few other ones Thursday night, we got La Jolla Palmview at McAllen Memorial. Uh, that one, uh, both team both teams zero and one in district play. Uh, McAllen Memorial sits at two and two. Uh, excuse me, one and three, and La Jolla Palmview coming into this one three and one after suffering their first loss of, uh, of the season uh, last week. Um, and then we also got Friday night, I'll be at Mackay at Rio Grande City. Uh, Rio Grande City off to a three and one start, one and oh in district after uh, shutting out La Jolla Waters Lincoln 22 to zero last week. And Mackay uh, will have a chance to bounce back after suffering that big loss against PSJ North. So just a couple other games uh, I'm looking forward to there in District uh, 15-5A Division One, And then uh, we got week, week six uh, next week. A bunch of our teams are uh, taking a designated bye week um, for their districts. And then uh, week seven rolls around. Well, all our districts will be in action. So I'm really looking forward to week seven when we got, uh, you know, all those games with playoff implications and rivalry games and all that good stuff with uh, teams uh, – you know what I mean? Uh, f fighting for playoff positioning. So uh, we're really looking forward to uh, week uh, week week seven. And once all our teams are in district play, that's when the fun really starts. So, but Edinburgh Vela, PSJ North, District 15, 5A, D1, already in district play since last week. And they're giving us a fun one here, man. It'll be uh, Thursday in FAR. Edinburgh Vela at PSJ North. If you want to watch it, uh, I, I definitely visit the PSJ ISD YouTube channel. They do such a quality job with their, their streams and everything. And if you can get out to the game, man, it's a big stadium. It's, it's one of the best and biggest stadiums here in the Rio Grande Valley. Get out there. It, it's a chance to to watch two of the best teams here in the Valley. Go at it uh, at, at the Class 5A level. Both of these teams went to round three of the playoffs at the Class 6A level last year. Now they're, they're down at class 5A. We could see, once the playoffs roll around, potentially one of these teams playing in round three, round four, round five of the playoffs. So don't sleep on, on Edinburgh Bell on PSG North, man. It's, it's going to be a good game. This is a, this is a chance to catch them now uh, during the regular season going at it. And no matter who wins, whether Edinburgh Bell wins or PSG North wins, uh, that doesn't mean – I mean, I would still look for both of these teams to pick up um, – multiple uh playoff wins uh yeah with an s plural at the end so yeah i'm, I'm really looking forward to this one man it's this one's just going to be a, a fun one man a, a good old-fashioned heavyweight fight here uh in the rio grand valley between edinburgh villa and psj north and fellas uh anything else uh you're, you're looking forward to this week uh what, what uh really got you going or, or what, what do you want to leave us with here as we head into week five there's another fun one down in Brownsville, you know, PSJ High, like I mentioned, kind of getting that, you know, going on offense. They take on a Brownsville veterans team that's, you know, been really good this year. Uh, they've only played three games compared to everyone else that's played four. But, uh, I mean, their one loss is against two, our number four team in San Benito. So, I mean, that it was even, you know, what, 17-3, 17-6, something like that. Um, so that one should be a fun one. I think it's a good test for PSJ High and see where they stand and, um, you know, going into district. So th that's probably the more exciting game that I'm looking forward to this week, aside from Cheryl and Mercedes. Definitely. And Edward, anything out of uh, district 16, five, eight D one that, that you're looking forward to here in week five. Uh, no, just what I mentioned. Uh, 
I am really looking forward to La Villa and Harlingen Military, uh, Marine Military Academy, two small schools. I'm excited to go see some small school football, you know? Yeah, that's always fun, man, to get out there to those uh, those communities who, uh, you know what I mean, treasure their football. So it's always good to see Friday night football from all the different angles. And shout out to La Villa. They definitely have a good experience at home. I know this game is in Harlingen, but uh, yeah, I'm expecting a, a good atmosphere uh, between those two. So Good luck to all our teams entering week five. Uh, wishing everybody uh, a healthy uh, week five here because uh, for the teams that aren't in district play, district play is going to be starting in a couple weeks. And, of course, we want everybody at full strength to, you know what I mean, uh, put, put their best product out there on the field. And uh, hopefully everybody can ha can have a – we can be treated to, you know what I mean, an exciting second half of the season. We're re really approaching the midway point. So Adam Rigbella, PSG North, uh, really putting a stamp on – the first half of this Texas high school football season here in the Rio Grande Valley. And we're looking forward to Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday, and we're looking forward to all the games ahead. So thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the RGVsports.com podcast. Uh, this has been uh, Brian, Ivan, and Edward with RGVsports.com. Uh, we appreciate you and we'll catch you next time.